my name is Orande Wright. I'm with the Right Way Solar and the Right Way team of Pure Solar Systems. Uh, we are an African-American-owned uh, solar company uh, based out of Largo, Maryland. Um, our principal, uh, Greg Floyd, has actually been in the solar business over 20 years. He actually helped to open uh, the solar market in Prince George's County, uh, Maryland, which uh, for those of you that are not familiar, is actually one of the, I guess like the top three wealthiest counties um, for African-Americans uh, in the country. Um, so there's more black millionaires here, more black, you know, um, six figure mayors, <laughs> if you will, um, than uh, most other places in, in the country. Hey, it's Kellen. And today on Diversified Game, I have a Ronde Wright, and he is going to give us the right game on his company, Black Owned Solar Company. Yes, I said it, you guys, solar. It is 2021, 2022. Uh, 2023 and beyond whenever you're listening and I want to really give this game because solar is where we all should be heading you guys have heard me talk about in Africa you can get rid of a lot of the water problems and solar problems if you collect your own that God has given us so brother welcome to the show how are you doing oh I'm doing fantastic sir just uh you know out here um trying to you know save the planet save the people and save the pocket and save the pockets. Well, I mean, tell us about it. I mean, give that spill on why we all should at least consider solar for our homes. All, all right. I appreciate that introduction. And thank you to you with that beautiful background. So, you know, you got yeah, put, put another uh, 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 photo on my vision board. <laughs> so <laughs> I appreciate, I appreciate your, your invitation. Yeah, so uh, actually solar is actually something that should not be considered. It should actually be implemented into your uh, daily life. I mean, where else, what other investment are you going to make into your home, which for eight out of 10 people is their largest investment that's actually going to put money back into your home, you know? Most people think when they make improvements, when they want to sell their home, they, you know, spruce up, they remodel the bathroom, they remodel the kitchen, they, you know, uh, finish the, the, the basement, you know, to, you know, try and, you know, increase the value, you know, five, 10,000 um, or five or 6,000. But when you install solar, A, the majority of, uh, the pushback for solar is the aesthetics. But the thing about it is, if I told you that I'm going to put a gas pump in the front of your yard and you can have it for $1.58 a gallon, would you care what it looks like in your front of your yard? No, no. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> so Right. <laughs> so it's basically the same thing. You ha your house is now becoming your own power plant. And what it does is it actually adds a, a force appreciation of 15%. So it's increasing the value. You can actually, um, when you own it, when you own the system, which is mostly what I push, I push ownership big time. Uh, when you own the system, it transfers with the house. So there's no, no complicated uh, when you're selling your home, there's not, nothing complicated 
about, you know, you have to wait for this person to qualify and see if they can take it over. No, as long as you're on the system, it's yours. There's a federal, state, and local tax incentives. Um, so I would encourage people to, um, you know, investigate that um, for their particular states. Um, right now, the best states for it are uh, Washington, D.C. proper, which is, you know, D.C., the city. Um, and by expansion, some parts in Maryland, um, New Jersey, and Massachusetts. They are the highest, they have the highest uh, state and uh, local uh, tax incentives, um, which are called SREX, S-R-E-C. It stands for Solar Renewable Energy Credit. So in essence, between the federal tax credit, which is 26%, off of the entire cost of the system and the local uh, incentives. Excuse me. Are you tired of the rat race in America? Are you ready to visit the motherland to relax and rejuvenate? Are you ready to explore all that Africa has to offer? Then check out the brand new Diversified Game Academy course, Prepare for My First Trip to Africa. Are you worried about being able to afford the trip? We got you. We will show you how to travel either on a budget or as a baller. Learn how to stress the value of the USD. Did you know that 100 United States dollars is worth over 1,000 South African rand or 10,000 Kenyan shillings or 54,250 West African CFA? Are you worried about taking your kids? Get the game from Kellen Cash, a bona fide world traveler, having traveled to almost 20 countries, several of those in Africa. Get the game on taking your kids on their first trips. Learn how to find the best tickets get the visas, and plan your own adventures in Africa. Don't let Eddie Murphy have all the fun. Plan your own coming to Africa trip starring you, produced by you, and featuring you. If you are ready for a life-changing experience, sign up for our course today, Diversified Game Academy. Get prepared and purchase at diversifiedgame.com. Yeah, so with those uh, local tax incentives, it can actually be a cash positive to where it, where it would actually put money into your pocket as well as, you know, having the entire system say, um, paid for. So for instance, I have one client in DC, um, his, his actual, um, he has a 12 kilowatt system. His monthly payment is $242 because he has, he's owning the system, but once he completes with the tax incentives and everything, he's actually going to be making an additional $10,000 on top of having the, system, the entire system paid off. Now, wow. where else, what other investment are you going to do, get and get that type of return? And then that's just the tax incentives. That's not including production credits. So say for instance, his solar system produces more electricity than he uses, now he's getting a check, a yearly check from, Pep well, in D.C. it's Pepco. But, you know, the local utility, if you have an overproduction, you can actually end up having them pay you as opposed to you paying them. Now, what, now let's, let's break this down because some folks, you know, when you get into the returns and the math and the credit, they get intimidated. And if you have a video on how this works, please let me know because we can, you know, throw it in there. And right. if not, we're going to make a, a visual. So that when they, you say they get to 
make more energy. Is that based on the panels they have or just where they're at and the sun has been more, you know, giving to them? And is that in perpetuity? Can you make that like for a whole lifetime or two lifetimes? Or does it stop and, you know, you're uh, you hit the ceiling at some point? Right, right. Well, no, I mean, it is uh, it's actually a combination. So um, like, for instance, uh, in New York, where I am right now, there's an abundance of trees. Uh, an abundance of tree cover. So if you have a home that, you know, has a lot of tree cover, uh, you might not be able to get as much sunlight, in which case your production would be minimized. But in most places, like in D.C. and Maryland, the um, tree cover is not as dense. So, um, you know, the, the sunlight is prevalent and as much energy as your panels will produce is you know what um, you know what what uh, you can um, generate. So and then on top of that too, it, it creates a, 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 um, uh, uh, an air of uh, independence because now you're not depending on the local utility, the public utility, whose whose sole purpose in all actuality and not to be a crass or a hyperbolic. Um, or, you know, to use too much hyperbole, but hyperbole, but uh, their uh, incentive is actually to keep you as an energy slave. You know, they, they want that, they want that bill, no matter if you're up, up year, down year, um, the children eat, you eat, <laughs> your, your, your rent, your mortgage is paid, the utility company wants their money. Otherwise, they're going to what? Cut you off. There you go. And, and so um, I'm from Oakland, so you have to forgive and understand these next questions. Right. If I think that I can make um, more energy based on where I'm at, right? Um, is, it, is it kind of on some type of like blockchain or something where my neighbor can then benefit if they have too many trees and they can benefit because I got energy and we're somehow connected. Like I'm all sci-fi with it, but you know, maybe we're there yet. Right. Right. Well, that's it. It kind of works that way, but not exactly. Um, because what happens is when a person who has solar, um, not only are they generating their own energy for their uh, independence. So let me take you through, uh, um, the the, um, uh, the 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 list, if you will, the 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 chain of um, ownership, if you will. So when you install a solar panel system on your home, your home is the first um, beneficiary of that uh, of that energy production. So most people they will have, um, you know, the panels that will produce the energy for their home then many people get backup battery systems. So when the system is either offline, like you said, in California, I know there's a lot of brownouts, you know, rolling, rolling brownouts, you know, times where, you know, energy is cut off to certain uh, places. Um, so the backup battery system will help, um, you know, mitigate that. But any production over that gets sent back to the, uh, the power grid. So what the utility have, has actually done is they, in the legislation with solar, they've um, called, they've uh, incentivized the politicians to have 
solar companies, I mean, um, houses, even if they have their own independent solar power system to be main, to maintain the connection to the power grid. So you still need, quote unquote, quote unquote, their per- permission to connect. But because of, you know, uh, federal legislation, federal mandates of uh, benchmarks that they must meet, otherwise they get fined, um, you know, they, they uh, approve the vast majority um, of systems. So how that happens is it's sent back to the excess power is sent back to the grid for them, for the public utility to decide what they want to do. So it's not like if you have, you know, your, your, your cousin who lives down the road, you can't say, okay, well, you know, the excess power that I produce at my house, I want to go to my cousin. No, it, it doesn't work like that. It gets sent back, back to the grid, added to their, um, power supply, and then they, you know, disperse it as they see fit, which, you know, in all actuality, the people who don't have solar are being penalized for the people who do. So if you have solar, that's a, a, a bill or a, a customer off of the public utilities role. And let's just to be clear, the public utility is actually the last, the last known monopoly in the system, in, in this country. I mean, quiet is kept. Most people don't look at it like that, but you know, there, there's, there's really, if you don't have, you know, connect connection from your public utility, what other option are you going to use? So with that being said, so now that the, the person who is is employing solar for their energy needs, they are just one less customer for the public utility. So what are they going to do? They're not in the habit and the business of losing money. So they are going to take what that person who employed the solar system was paying and disperse it to the other people who don't have solar. So is it so when they come around with that five percent you know annual increase and then you know they'll do they'll talk one year and then they'll say okay well we need a six point five percent increase mandated legislated so that we don't lose money that's what's I'm, happening I'm glad you're saying all this about legislation because you know things can change they can get for the better. Um, you know, depending on what side of the aisle you are, but a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to get solar, I'm going to be off the grid, and I never have to, you know, worry about what the laws are. Can right. you, you know, um, can you talk about the lobbying for solar, how that is, and is there any situation where you can go into like Timbuktu in America, not not the one, the real right. Timbuktu, right, right, and, right, right. And sit, <laughs> yeah, and sit back and say, I don't have to worry about them. I got my solar panels. I bought them off eBay. They cost me $2.99 straight from China. And I don't have to you know, deal with anything. Is that even possible or recommended? Um, and, I, and I hear the laughter, so I have a feeling. I know you're going to go with this. Right, right. <laughs> well, it, it, it is possible. Um, they do have off-grid systems, but I mean, you're gonna actually have to find the Timbuktu in America to do to to have a system like that, like out in 
Vermont or Maine or out in, you know, the, the Wahhabi desert <laughs> or, you know, something. So they do have uh, off-grid systems to where, you know, the, the entire property is um, powered by solar and um, they don't have, um, you know, they don't have a connection to the grid. But in most cases with that, um, those places either A, don't have power lines that have reached to that area or, um, or you know, they, they, they have a, a special circumstance. And the lobbying for solar is actually in its infancy. So there are a couple of uh, associations and organizations that, um, you know, have started the lobbying process, but is nowhere near, you know, what, for instance, the oil, you know, industry is, which is one of the biggest pro, um, opponents, opponents of, uh, of solar. Um, because, you know, if you're off of fossil fuel, then you're not using, losing, using their products. And in which case we'll have that. Uh, so, and then, and then aside, um, the, the recent um, energy spike that we had, energy uh, gasoline spike that we had. Hi guys, I'm Kai Gabiam from the Diaspora Channel, a lover of Africa. If you love Africa as well, and you would love to visit one day or to relocate to Africa, there is a course out there for you. And this course is my first trip to Africa, a course well put together by a seasoned traveler, Kellen Cash Coleman. This course is designed to prepare you to travel better, which will save you both time and money. And the great news is this course costs only $20, guys. It can't get any better. Go right now and enroll to this course at www.diversifygame.com. Don't miss out. I know, you know, when, 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 when that day will come. Um, so, you know, that's why, you know, even, you know, people I talk to, I say, you know, the urgency is now even beyond, you know, forgetting about, you know, uh, 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 business, um, just your loved ones, even loved ones that you don't get along with. or you only come around on uh, holidays and can only stand for a few hours because yeah. trust me, when they're laying in that vulnerable state or they're laying in that casket, it's not going to be, oh, I was mad because he did such and such to me you know, 25 years ago, and I never, that's, oh, if I only had five more minutes, if I only had yeah. two more minutes, I would say this, I would have done this. So, yeah. you know, I, as, I a, tell my as, as a people, we, we or as, as humans, we have a tendency to come together in funerals, for funerals, weddings, and baby showers. <laughs> and so I would just implore everybody on this podcast, you know, go, go beyond that, just even if it's that relative you don't get along with, just, you know, call and say, hey, you know, I was thinking about you. Is everything OK? Even if they lie to you, at least they, you know, you call them. Then the next time you call, you know, I, uh, the next time you call, they might get, you know, be a little more open to having, you know, a, a deeper conversation. But, you know, just just contact your loved ones and, and let them know that you're here and you care.
Because tomorrow is not promised. Amen to that. And that, and that's why, you know, what you're talking about with solar to me as somebody who, you know, I might be a conspiracy theorist, but wherever I live, whether it's this country or another, in my older age, I don't want to have to worry about bills. And we can all say we're going to make more money so we don't have to worry about that, but we don't know what the future holds. But what we can control is if we don't need to pay a bill and can collect our own water, our own, our own you know, electricity at 80 or 90, we won't be getting kicked out of our house like they're trying to kick a lady out of her HOA for not paying the HOA fee. You mean our house is paid, but not the HOA fee? Get out of here. That right. should be, you know, way for all seniors. Are we not like human? So, yep. so educate us even more on, you know, what we can make. Because I was saying the Oakland in me is thinking like, if I can make more energy, can I then decide where I want to sell it? Or can I maybe pay a bill off that energy? Like, are we there yet with solar where you're able to actually, you know, make that money and spend it how you want? Well, yes. Well, the money that you uh, make for the overproduction um, and the check that the public utility company cuts you, whatever public utility that is, wherever you are in the country, that's yours to do with what you will. You know, if it's $100, if it's $500, that's your money in your pocket and you can do whatever you want with it. Now, in terms of being able to direct, you know, the energy that your specific home produces to another person, that's, we're not there yet. Um, I believe they have something in the works to where um, it's almost like those... Um, um, like the mortgage-backed derivatives, if um, for you know those uh, financial people that remember that with the, the housing crisis of uh, 07, 08, um, you know how they packaged a bunch of mortgages and sold them off. They're uh, 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 contemplating or, or working out a system to where they can do that with energy. But it's not like you as the individual can say, okay, I want it to go to, you know, my neighbor across the street and then they get the benefit. No, but whatever, like I said, whatever uh, overproduction that your particular home makes, you know, and whatever monies that you earn from that, from the public utility, that's yours to do with what you will. Okay. And, and what are your thoughts on, you know, Tesla now has their panels and people are like, oh, so I can, you know, in theory, power my Tesla off the house energy. Do you think that, or is it even possible, let's say you have a Chevy Volt, can you use your house energy on your car? Are we there yet? Yes, yes, that we are. I mean, I actually know of a person in Maryland, they have an all-electric vehicle and they have solar as well, and that's how they power their vehicle. And there's now, uh, I'm actually glad you brought this up because now with, um, and kind of to tie it back into, you know, the legislative legislative part of it, um, many people have heard about, you know, Joe Biden with his new, um, you know, infrastructure program, you know, the $6 billion. A lot of that is going to be geared toward renewable energy with solar leading the way. Um, you know, there, there's going to be a big push 
um, to make all vehicles, you know, electric vehicles. Um, Mercedes-Benz has actually stated that they will have, you know, uh, they're retooling their factories to uh, produce re renewable uh, electric vehicles by 2022. Um, GM, Ford, Volvo. I mean, you do your own research, you know, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a good guy. I, I value myself on, you know, staying abreast on you know, the trends and, you know, where the market is going. But do your own research. A lot of these new uh, car companies, they're actually going to be phasing out um, combustible engine vehicles. So there's that. And then in the, and then kind of tying it back into the, the home, if you're getting a solar powered uh, uh, with the, um, your electric vehicle and you're able to charge it with uh, your, your solar power, um, there's actually uh, some batteries now in electric vehicles that can actually go the opposite way. So in the case of an extended power outage, you can use the vehicle battery to power your home. Oh, I love it. I, I love it. Well, with all this good talk about solar, let's get into it because, you know, folks will say it's just too expensive. Like rent is too damn high. Solar is too damn high to install. Should I go to back to school so I can learn how to install it myself? Like, why is certain solar? Is it the panels or is it the laws and just how, you know, um, it works here? Because solar panels here aren't what they cost, let's say, in, in an African country or in China. They're not all equal. So what's your advice when people are buying? Because they're like, if I think I can do it myself, um, why you know, spend the $40,000, depending on the size of your house, what it may cost? Right. Well, well let me ask you this. How, how steady are your hands? Well, you say you oh, no, no, no. You can't talk about me because I'm like Dr. Cosby. I put that tool belt on and my <laughs> wife started giving me that look like, really? You you, you might be talented and gifted in certain things. And I'm, I'm going to let you try. But on standby, I'm going to have pros. So, yeah, not me. For the folks, right, not you. really, okay. maybe well, handy. Right. Well, we'll take you out of the equation. <laughs> but the average person, how, how steady would they say their hands are if you ask the average person? Man, you know, we get kind of, we, we, we see a task and we get happy thinking we can do it and can't even change a tire some folks. Exactly. So, yeah. so my, my point for that is you think you got steady hands, but would you trust yourself to do surgery on your mother or your brother or your, or your, or your child? Yeah. For those of you who said yes, um, I want to look at your MD on the wall. <laughs> um, I need to see where your residency was. Right. So, so, so you're yeah, saying, so, you, yeah. So I'm just, so I'm just saying, it's, it's always, you know, many people always think they can do it themselves, and some people can. Some people are that talented that they can. But it's always best to hire a professional because they know the little nuances. They keep up with the regulations. Um, the um, the specifications that would ensure that your house will A, be there and won't burn down, B, will be installed properly on your roof so that you don't have, um, you know, uh, 
penetration so that your roof is not falling in under the weight of the panel. And C, that they're meeting all, you know, state and local um, uh, requirements and regulation. Because trust me, if, if it's not, uh, if it's not installed properly, if it's not connected properly, I mean, there's engineering part of it, there's an electrical part component to it, um, there's a design component to it. Um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of um, nuances that need professional grade um, or professional expertise to make sure that, that it's installed properly so that you can gain uh, the maximum benefit from the system and be that the asset, like I said, eight, eight out of 10 people, their biggest uh, investment and in asset is their home and to make sure that it's uh, uh, installed properly and protected. And the, and the number one, or I guess number one A um, point is, if it's not installed properly, you have somebody to hold accountable. If you install it yourself, you know, then your homeowner's insurance will be, well, that's not in your contract. So, uh, you know, now you're paying 80,000, you know, or double what you would, uh, what you would thought that you would pay to install it. Well, I tell people like this, you can do your own PR, you can be your own consultant. The difference between hiring a firm when they ask me, why should I hire you? I say, you call me. But the difference is between hiring a firm is you have one project, we've seen more than a hundred and we know the exactly what you're saying. We can see, oh wait, you can't do that on this because, you know, on the roof because this is gonna fall off in a tornado or in a storm or whatever, right? So exactly. with, that, with that though, if people say, okay, I want to, I want to hire and, and get it done, but right. do I, can I, if I can get a better deal possibly, or if I can find, you know, some, uh, whatever they like the mono crystalline uh, panels and they're cheaper than yours, are people right. paying more for the panels or for the panels to be installed? Well, they're paying more for the panels, um, and because the panels are actually um, they, um, the production generator. So the panels are really, um, you know, the, 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 the main, uh, was actually the main component. Um, so there's a monocrystalline, which I'm, I'm impressed. You got some education there, bro, so kudos to you. Uh, there's a monocrystalline, which is the best, um, uh, uh, the best material because it's based off of one crystal. And then there's the polycrystalline, which is um, the, basically like the leftover shards and they are um, basically gelled together and cut into wafers. And so, you know, they do that. And then they have what they call the flat panel, which, you know, are, uh, they, they don't have the, um, for those of you that know what a panel looks like, it's like a, basically a big square. Um, so the flat panels are more like a, like a sheet. They look like a sheet. Um, and those are the, the least efficient, but the most flexible. Now they do have some um, very innovative panels that are coming down the pike um, that you know, uh, will, will uh, not only increase the production, but you know the the flexibility of the panels, you know, trying to combine the best of both worlds, if you will. 
Um, but, you know, and those might be, you know, but I think they're like two to five years off. So, you know, for those that say, oh, well, I'll just wait two to five years and, you know, wait for those uh, um, better panels, you know. And the thing you have to ask yourself is, in that two to five years, how much would you um, have lost? You know, how much, um, what type of increase? Because the, like I said before, the utility is going to increase their rates every year. So if they're increasing it, you know, five to six percent every year, you know, in three years, that's what, about 12 percent, 18 percent. Now, that's a higher energy cost. So what you would get um, from installing the panels now and, you know, having that money put back into your pocket and then, you know, once the newer technologies come over uh, and if it's, you know, you know, cost effective to upgrade, then you can do that. Um, but yeah, you know, the best time, you know, like I say, the best time is now. And I say, you know, you can have it, uh, what's the saying? Fast and cheap, uh, slow and quality, or quick and something or other. I, 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 I don't remember the exact quote, but it's, you know, but basically- the yeah, you get what you pay for. You get what you pay for. Exactly. In a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't want to um, give folks, you know, uh, human mind, their, their battery and overcharge. Uh, maybe that's a solar panel joke because um, your batteries can't overcharge people with these things. Um, that's why you have a controller for my limited right. understanding. But um, I want to know with, and the best is yet to come, with all the success that you're having and gonna have, what is a community give back that you are doing right now or that you plan on doing in the future? Well, right now, um, like I said, in DC, um, like I said, certain parts of Maryland, um, New Jersey, and, um, and Massachusetts is the are the three, uh, like I said, best areas for a solar. So I actually have a, uh, your house is your credit uh, program. Mm -hmm. So if you live in any of those three jurisdictions, um, you know, you know, assuming, you know, your production level is right, and, you know, your house can, you know, accommodate the solar, um, you know, is a zero cost um, and zero cost installation process. You may pay five or six, uh, five or six cents. So whatever you're paying now, I could probably cut, you know, your your um, rate per watt in half, if not more. Um, and that's and that's basically a program that I'm running. Um, and you know, moral and then if you have, as long as a person has the, and that's you know whether you're credit challenged or not. Um, more so for credit challenge people that want to get gain the benefit of solar, but you know, are, are, like I said, credit challenge and, and don't have that ability. Um, if as long as you have a 650 credit score or higher, you know, we can do zero cost installation for you. Um, we do complimentary design, you know, free designs and consultations. Um, you know, it's it, it it's a low. I don't want to say low pressure, but 
uh, uh, approach, but I only say low pressure because, you know, people want what they want when they want. Like if you were in the market for a new, if you think about it, if you're in the market for a new car and you look and you say, okay, well, I want to get a Chevy Impala, you know, and you start doing research and this and that, you know, the three weeks prior, you didn't see anything. Now, everywhere you go, you're going to see a Chevy Impala. <laughs> every time, every time. Turn the, turn the corner, there it goes. You're going to go in, in, in the Chick-fil-A line, there it goes. You're going to go to the grocery store, there's three or four. So, um, you know, people move when they're ready. and But a lot of times, especially in this space, in the solar space, they think it's a high-pressure uh, sales pitch. But in, in all actuality, it's a um, it's an urgency that we like to share with our clients and potential clients because again tying it back to the legislation, you know the the public utilities they're not in the business of losing money. So once this oil turnip is squeezed dry, and then they're going to squeeze it till they can't squeeze it no anymore, and then they'll squeeze it some more, and then once the federal and uh, uh, federal legislation catches up with some of the state and local legislation and state and local mandate. And then, you know, then they will, the public utilities themselves will start to move into the space. It's the same thing that happened with the phones. You know, there was, you know, the big, uh, with the cell phone, you know, if you, if um, I mean, I don't date myself, but for those of you, that were back in the day that remember when cell phones first came out. You had the independent dealers, and you know, they were able to make you know five, six, seven hundred dollars per sale, you know, and they had lines down the line, down the street. So, you know, that you can make you know five, you know, three to four thousand dollars in a day, you know, selling cell phones. But when it turned that corner and it became mainstream, that three to five thousand dollars, you know, a week job. Or, or business turned into a fifteen dollar an hour job, and the and the local and the local uh, and, and and small um, you know businesses you know were basically eliminated. So I'm not saying that that's going to happen with our company, but because our goal is actually to grow large enough to become a utility, you know, to have solar farms. So if you have land um, that you want to make money off of, you know, family land, you know, hundred. You no, know, the 200 acres, you know, 10, 20 acres in, um, in any blue state, 40 to 60 acres, you know, and then the red state um, that you're not really, uh, your family's not doing anything with and you want to make some money off of a lease, we have that option. If you have your, your own, if you have rental properties, um, even if the tenant is paying, uh, if you're a market tenant, uh, like, a, like a regular market rate tenant, you can actually incorporate the um, the payment of the system into your um, your rent, you know, and do utilities included. If you, but if you're doing subsidized housing, if you're uh, serving subsidized clients, that's not the case. And again, that's you know limited. Again, check with your you know lawyer and professional, you know, tax professional, and see exactly how that works. Um, but yeah, there's there's multiple incentives that you can add to your tenants to where, you know, they will, um, you know, 
be more apt to take even better care of your property because if you can eliminate or at least severely um, reduce their electric bill, then they'll be um, a great grateful to you, assuming you have you know a, a great um, housing client, and B, you're able to take advantage of all of the tax incentives that are on that rental property. So, you know, it, it, it you know it becomes more of a cash positive system. And then on top of that, you know, like I said before, you know, the increased value of your home. So if by chance uh, there's a, 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 you're in a position where you need to sell it, to sell that asset, you can actually command a higher price for it because it has solar on No, definitely, definitely. And he said he didn't want to date himself, but I let everybody know I'm that generation Y because I remember before the cell phone and when you could still make a lick off pagers. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, and, and so I'm a date date myself because we, we popped off for those who are in Gen Z, you know, so it, it's all good. Again, I don't want to give you guys the game overload. You have been blessed by the game. We're going to take this offline, but I want you to go look in the description box. Check it out. See if you can work with the bruv. See if you can get into solar, but also, you know, tap in and contact them for more information. So if it's not in your city or state, let him, you know, recommend somebody because there's some partnerships and there is also some power when we keep that money inside the community. You guys have been blessed by the game. Thank you for coming on, brother. Thank you. And and kind of to piggyback off of that, uh, thank you for reminding me. I actually do have a um, referral program as well to where a person can make $500 to $1,000 per referral, depending on, you know, the production of the system uh, of the home that they recommend. So I just need minimal information. I can, you know, I'll take care of all the follow-up, uh, you know, all the, the follow you know, all of the, the, the minutia that many people don't like to do. And, um, you know, once it takes, it goes through to installation, you know, get that check or that cash at and say, thanks for closed business. You guys, that's game tight. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversified Game Podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit DiversifiedGame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.